0: Listening to Dudes Talking Sports, I'm Casey Foreman. From the NBA to the NFL, I'll be giving you the most recent and up to date news in the world of sports. You can listen live every Monday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time at siuewebradio.com or on the TuneIn radio app and every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to Dudes Talking Sports. I'm your co-host, as always, Casey Foreman, alongside my co-host in Tanner File. Tanner, how are you doing? A little bit more mellow this week. I see a little less enthused, uh, but it's great to be here with you. How are you doing tonight?
1: We're good. We're watching carefree, relaxing basketball. When your team sweeps in the first round, the the stress is off your shoulders.
0: You know, I I can relate to that. I can relate to that, you know, not necessarily because my team has, you know, swept in the first round, more like because, you know, we were, you could say swept in the playing tournament and, you know, my team's in Cabo on the beach. So I'm watching stress-free ball, just kind of enjoying the game as well. You know, this, this, you know, I'm, I'm just rooting for a good game at this point. You know, when I'm watching, I was hoping it goes right down to the wire, similar to that Denver Portland game that, that we were kind of both just, uh, just,
1: what a game, Dame Lillard, so clutch.
0: Dude, clutchest guy in the entire league. Before we get into the show today, I do want to give out a pretty important shout out uh, to one of my good friends, to 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 a relative of mine named Isaiah. Isaiah, happy birthday! I'm not going to go into specifics, but happy birthday, man! You are a big man now. It's a, it's a huge day for you. Congratulations! You made it this far, man. Congrats! And, happy birthday, Isaiah! Uh, happy birthday from Tanner. Everyone here uh, at, at Dudes Talking Sports, I we, and we want to say one thing. Uh, you know, we hope Selena Gomez gives you a call back. We hope you hear back from her pretty soon, Isaiah. But either way, man, uh, thank you for your support. I love you, and I-, I hope you enjoy your special day today. But either way, you know, a packed show. Stick around for the entire show. Okay, to start your birthday off well. Uh, and again, thank you all for tuning in. Casey and Tanner reporting for Deuce Soccer Sports. As far as what we have for today's show, Tanner, NBA playoff madness kind of I feel like is is pretty much the only way to frame it uh so many at least in the west I mean at least in the west that's a that's a pretty good point so let's start out with the western conference in the first half so all things playoffs in the west in the first half we'll take a look at both of those Los Angeles teams you know the Clippers found themselves down 0-2 now on the flip side you know storming back the series tied 2-2 going back to Los Angeles I knew you we're kind of regretting the Clipper pick last week. Maybe we have an update on on where Tanner is on the Clippers. Stay tuned. I have no
1: idea what you think about the Clippers.
0: <laughs> Stay tuned for that, maybe. But but we'll start with the uh, Lakers, or sorry, with the Clippers. And we go to the Lakers, who find themselves now down three two to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Tanner, you called seven game series. Are you, we'll, we'll get into it, but but again. Not looking too great. Hopefully Anthony Davis back in the lineup for game six for the Lakers. We'll break down both the Los Angeles series as well as the Suns and, the, and and what Dallas has been doing as of recently. And you can't forget Denver, Portland, you know, going right down to the wire. And then, you know, also Utah Jazz up 3-1 in prime position to move on to round two. So all things Western Conference in the first half. But continuing on with the East in the second half, right, Tanner?
1: Yeah, in the second half of the show, we're going to – Talk about the Eastern Conference Finals. Not nearly as close as their Western counterparts. Yeah. Bucks swept. Nets in five. Probably Sixers in five. Yeah. Maybe Hawks in five. Maybe Hawks in but, five, but, but, yeah. But, but, but probably
0: six or seven. But, I think New York storms back at least gets one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll get there. We'll yeah. get
1: there. So we kind of think we know what the second-round matchups are in the East. We think it's Nets, or we know it's Nets, Bucks. We think it's going to be Sixers oh, and Hawks. Yeah. So we'll talk about those matchups. And then after that, talk a little NFL. Mm-hmm. While me and Casey are recording this, it's 100 <laughs> days. So when you're listening to this, we're officially in the double digits of days until the NFL season. Not that I'm keeping count.
0: Exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah, Tanner, but- obviously, keep it count down to the day. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So in case you have some guys we're really looking forward to watching play this season guys we think will be taking that next step mm-hmm. maybe becoming superstars in the NFL.
0: I'm excited about that. A lot, of, a lot of guys, you know, possible guys to talk about if you're an NFL fan, at least if you're, if you're looking forward to this season as much in Tanner, you know, as much as Tanner and, and I are. Uh, stick around to the second half
1: and maybe stay tuned for some fantasy sleepers if you're a fantasy football guy. Or, yeah,
0: man, a lot of cool yeah. stuff. A lot of a lot of yeah. prospects that like Tanner said could definitely have a breakout year, right? So
1: Yeah, guys that maybe aren't necessarily the guy you think of as the best player in the league, but guys who could become elite at their position
0: one of those top guys right so we have some guys to keep your eye on guys to put on your radar for next season if they aren't already Uh, but let's start with the nba man let's start with the nba all things playoff basketball here all right let's start with like i said both the teams in los angeles more specifically the los angeles clippers okay the team that I think both of us were really selling all of our stock on last week. And in comparison to this week, you know, we might be stumbling to try and get some of that stock back, but uh, you know, they went down 0-2, now find themselves 2 two tied going home to LA. Let's open it with you. The, the, the person that picked the Clippers to win the entire Western conference a couple of weeks ago, where are you right now? Where are you on this Clipper team?
1: Well, their stock kind of reminds me of my investment in Bitcoin, where yeah, I got in, where it was like pretty high, but like, and then it dropped, and I was like, okay. And then it came back up, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna sell because it's gonna go back down. And then it like quadrupled.
0: So, <laughs> yes. And I would just be so you don't want to make a Bitcoin mistake. Yeah, not it's having probably. to
1: work a stupid part time job yeah. did that. But it maybe if I picked the Clippers bucks, right? Like I Mike, uh yeah, right, right, maybe right. Maybe people will be thinking I'm smarter.
0: But, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't know what to think about this Clippers team. They're <laughs> up and down. I think they're gonna beat the Mavs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Lucas, right? That injury changed the entire momentum of the series. You know, first three games, Lucas averaging 38, and then game four, I think it is, he has 19 points. So I don't think he's right. And I think if he's, if he's not right, then I'm right there with you. I think it's Clippers, but you know, since they were when the Mavs were up 2-0 the Luca Luca magic going on, you know, I think I, I was all, I think I said last week, I, I, I thought the Mavs were going to win the series. And again, if Luca can get right, I, I, I think the Mavs will win. Actually. I, I think Luca will win it for them. I think he's been the best player in the series when, when he's been right. Um, but Dude, but, but I mean, if he, if he can't hit a free throw. Oh my God, 40%, right? I think he's shooting better
1: from three than he is from the free throw. Is that, he's shooting yeah. better from the three point line than he is from.
0: Three. And that's not impressive folks. That's, that's bad. Like That's bad. That's how bad he is from the free. That's how good he is from three. No, that's how bad he is from the free throw line. It's, it's the flip side of the other side. It's both. I mean, for 40% 40. from three and that's okay. That's okay. That's pretty average. I would say it's, that's good.
1: That's good. That's for pretty good unit. for a volume shooter. That's
0: good, and he is a volume guy, so that's good. You're right. That's good. Uh, but again, I think it's more the flip side. Forty percent, absolutely awful from the free throw, and they're not going to win games. I think. I think you said it when we were talking earlier. Like that. He's looking worse than
1: Shaq shooting the free throw. He like, looks. Pain, he looks like he's in a as bad as
0: Ben Simmons. <laughs> the Hack of Ben Simmons. That was happening the other day. They were hacking him. They were, They were doing the hack of Shaq on him, just make just sending him to the free throw line repetitively and they ended up winning their first game of the series, actually. So I know... It down stealing
1: down. the momentum of the series doing that.
0: I mean, they could have, but either I don't, I, I'm still picking Philly in five, but 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 still, not to get ahead of ourselves, we'll talk about the East in the second half of the show. Um, but I think all momentum has completely switched uh, in comparison to being down 0-2. All, it was all Dallas, and they dropped both at home. It's completely flipped. I think it's all Clippers as of right now. I think Kawhi... Yeah, Kawhi last two games. 32 9 and 3 on 75% shooting. Crazy. I have to say that's that's efficient, and that's the kind of the opposite. You know, looking at, at them melting down last year and like earlier in the series. He's completely flipped the switch. I think you said it. Uh, you know,
1: down two oh Kawhi might be <laughs> the best player in the NBA. He Look what be. he did to the Bucs when they were up two oh on him. And now look what he's doing to the Mavericks when they were up two Yeah, if you oh, don't, rem-
0: if you don't not remember, you want to make angry. If you don't remember, he lost two to Milwaukee a couple of years ago in the semi-conference finals, I think, to go to the conference yeah. finals.
1: Yeah, and then won four
0: straight. And then won four straight ball games, right? So is he is he doing the is, is history <laughs> repeating itself here? Kawhi simply needs a wake-up call, flips a switch. And this is this is the Kawhi though that you were hoping for, picking them to win the conference. This is the Kawhi you know the Clipper fans were hoping for when he signed originally, like, like what they saw in Toronto, obviously. So
1: he's the guy that some people were falsely saying was the best player in the world. Yeah, he was that's, not that's the best how, player. That was
0: false. Right yeah, that was false. Um, I, I was I wasn't there yet. You know,
1: magic that he had with Toronto.
0: That was a phenomenal run, though. That was a phenomenal run. He ducked down. He took down the diamond Yeah, it
1: was a hell of a run. He.
0: You know what I mean? Like it was phenomenal in every series. He was and was the finals. He was was
1: the best player in every series for sure.
0: So you understand that, and maybe you're thinking he's starting the similar kind of run as of right now. I think the Clippers match up. We said this going into the going into the postseason why they are one of my dark horse teams. I wasn't as far as you to pick them to win the conference, but I, I was saying that they were one of my dark horses, and it's because you know they do match up pretty well with a lot of the teams playing in the postseason, right? Like Utah, Phoenix, the Lakers, even obviously a little undersized for the Lakers, you would say, but overall for everybody else, I think they match up pretty well, right? That was one of the reasons that you probably picked them.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think Kawhi Leonard's a great basketball player, so (laughs) that's, that's why mostly why I picked them. I think
0: I trust Kawhi
1: more than I trust most of the other stars in the West.
0: I think everyone Luka, besides LeBron,
1: I probably trust him more.
0: Yeah, and uh, in the playoffs, he he has pretty much shown. Besides last year, he again he does have a meltdown on his record, so you don't want to build him up too high. But. Most people do have, at but least I mean, so one. does LeBron. That's what I'm gonna say. Most people, you know, look at, looking at KD, not everyone,
1: I mean, yeah, no, not KD,
0: LeBron, Steph, yeah. who's the other top guys in the league? Like, mean, all of these guys have what you could say a meltdown in the post, yeah, like
1: a postseason so, failure. I mean, exactly. So, no one wins the finals every
0: year, exactly. It happens. So, and, unless you're Pat, remember back in, the, back in the day, I remember this a guy named Patrick McCaw, he won two straight <laughs> rings with the Warriors and then went and signed with the Raptors the year. So, he literally, for one point. He had three seasons and was a champion in all three. So and what, say, some, some
1: people been put, in the finals. Every, that's, it that's it too. That's
0: it too. Over, I don't know if it was a decade or not, but almost a decade. Like, yeah, he's been, or like over five years, five to six. I think seven. it's
1: since 2014. That's the first year he hasn't been in.
0: Yeah. Holy cow. So and, and Andre Udall, you're not going to look at like, hey, he does win every single year. At least it has a chance to win it every single year so. Uh, but yeah, m- more likely than not, though you know those star players are not that way, like you said, and m- more than likely guys do have that meltdown on the record. You know, LeBron, Steph, KD, Giannis, Paul George, most definitely does. It's like all these guys do. So, uh, all James Harden, you know, uh, Ky- Russell Westbrook. Uh, yeah, yeah, I-, I think I said him already, but yes, exactly. So, all of them do. Don't want to, you don't want to knock him too much, and you don't want to give him too much praise. Walk that fine line. But if he can do this year. What he did in Toronto, phenomenal. And like I said, though, uh, once we want to talk about the other series in LA. But I, who are you picking to? Fin- are you picking Clippers to finish officially to win the series? I, think you think it's a- I am. Series? Yes. Okay. okay. You're going Clippers. Uh, if if, if Luca can get right, okay. If Luca can bounce back, similar to how, you know Chris Paul kind of bounced back from his injury. If Luca can kind of do the similar kind of thing and be like, okay. I'm I'm still gonna go out there and, and, and put up my numbers and do what we gotta do. If Tim Hardaway Jr. for the Mavs can do what he was doing in games one and two, not you know 20 over, over 20 points, I believe in both those games. So, like uh, if if he can have the the, the uh, similar contribution, if he can do those numbers, I think the Mavs do win. But if it's if it's the Luca we saw in game four, 19 points, and he's not right, then I think I think Kawhi does what he does did against the Bucks and, and they win four straight games. But again, I'm dating back to what I said last week. If Luca doesn't get hurt. I know. I know they lost Game Three. It was despite a big game from Luca, but I don't think that they're. I don't think it's. I think they're up three one if Luca never gets hurt and if he's continuing to play. You know, like like they were playing in Games one and two. So, if they can get get on their, the Clippers thing,
1: have picked it up a lot. It's not just been, no, it, it, been it, it's it's been Kawhi,
0: Like I said, Kawhi, seventy five percent over the and last. Paul two games. George has been playing well too. Uh, not too well, maybe not as bad. He hasn't been as bad in, in these two, I would say, in comparison to the other two. He's shooting it a little bit better, I would say. I don't think it's super efficient, like the 75% from Kawhi, but he's, he's doing a little bit better, I would say, is Paul George. Yeah, so they're doing better. Mavs are doing worse. If the trend continues, yeah, Clippers are going to win the series. Let, let's go ahead and move on and talk about the other uh, team in in Los Angeles who finds themselves. not sure if that one's over yet. If the Lakers Suns game last time we checked in, they were down. It was down. Yeah. They were down thirty-two last time we checked, and you know if you watched it from from the opening tip, it was apparent that the Suns were going to win that ball game. Uh, but you know, Lakers now find themselves Tanner down three-two in the series. All momentum as of now. Okay.
1: We, I can't believe you were talking crap on Paul George. He had over twenty points in both those games.
0: Okay, over oh, right. gonna... eighteen
1: in Game Three. Seven about Game Four. What about Game Four? Uh, I think he was like six for something,
0: yeah. He did not shoot very well in game four, I don't think. I guess still- I'm, not, I'm not gonna say, you know, I'm not gonna praise a guy for having 20 points in the playoffs for a guy like Paul George. If he gets 25, 27 plus points. That's what I'm saying. All right, it's a solid game. He should be rolling out of bed and scoring, but he
1: doesn't have to when you're winning by 30 something points. He doesn't have to score the basketball,
0: yeah. Well, if he's shooting inefficiently, that tells me he really doesn't contribute all that much offensively at the very unless he's, unless he's got a high assist total and stuff like that. And If he's shooting inefficiently, it's telling me it's it's been the Kawhi show for me for the Clippers. I think it's been all Kawhi I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously it's thing. been
1: Kawhi, but and I'm
0: not, I'm, mean, not most, I'm not giving much, I'm not giving much praise to the playoff P man. I'm not I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm not yet. I'm, I'm not there yet. But if they can if they can go on a run and if he can turn those numbers around, I, I'm not saying I won't get there, Tanner. I'm not there yet, man. i was just let's talk about the Lakers, man. They're down three-two. Okay. Three, the team I picked to win the conference might be out in the first round, not looking, not looking really good for me uh but anthony davis misses game five they get absolutely what blown out i'm not sure if the final score is out yet but again it was about a 30 point deficit the entirety of game five so yes, uh, they won
1: by 30
0: okay they won by 30 right there okay so they, they kept that up the entirety of the game they're going back to staple center down three two and tanner the most important thing here is health for this laker team and, that, and that's why when we went into this series me and you were both like hey lakers if healthy we th- i thought lakers in five i think you said lakers in six we both thought lakers if healthy and, and that was the path like what after game one anthony davis dominated games two and three um i, I believe so i thought but yeah he got dominated yeah. games two I mean, and three yep. right so and then he gets hurt in game four he gets hurt in game four they lose game four and then obviously get blown out in game five yeah that, that's exactly it so if anthony davis doesn't play in game six I think it's over, Tanner. I think it's over, man.
1: I I think we're gonna see a determined LeBron. I don't think.
0: When's the last time you scored over thirty points? You know? Like when's the last time LeBron James had a had a really good offensive night and scored over thirty points in a ball game? I think it's been I think it's been Three months since he's done that. I think it's been th- two, three months since he's done that. If I can be honest, at least two. It's been months since LeBron has like scored thirty point. points.
1: He's gonna, he's gonna bring that. I thought tonight that was to that night,
0: getting, dude. To tonight eliminated. was that night. I thought you know what I mean. Tonight was the night. Oh, LeBron
1: <sighs> plays pretty well with his back against the wall. Well, we'll see how he does. I, don't know, I
0: heard him. I, I heard him talking up his game in the pregame or postgame the other night. These shoulders are meant you know, we're, we're built for a reason. And I'm like, yeah, they built for 18, you know, 21 points per game, which you have not as of right now, you're roll out of bed numbers. So I, I, I can't see, I'm seeing roll out of bed numbers from the guy. I'm not seeing it. Is he not a hundred percent? Maybe that's he a factor. He said he's not, I don't know. He's not, he's not driving to the basket, you know, in the velocity, you know, in the power that he usually does. So that makes me think that he's probably not at a hundred percent, but, I just hate the fact that when he goes and says his shoulders are built for, you know, this stuff, and then you go and drop 18 points, 20 points in in a 30-point blow. I, I don't I don't have his final stat line next to me. I don't know if you do or not. He was 3 of 10 at halftime when I went last time I checked. So he was not shooting well, did not have, a, you know, some very good stats whatsoever. So my point is, I, I don't know. I thought I, 24, 7 and 5. Okay, 24 75. That's, a, that's not a good game from LeBron James. That is not a good game from LeBron James. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah, but anyway. he's
1: going to have to do better than that. Dennis, how about Dennis Schroeder putting up zero points?
0: That's Hey, I'm so glad you said that. What was Taylor Horton Tucker? What's Taylor Horton Tucker's stat line? It wasn't 11 50, 20.
1: points, 11. 11 rebounds. He had a double double.
0: 11 points and 11 rebounds? What was his shooting? Like their second best player. Okay, cool. Imagine if they traded zero point Schroeder and 11 points Taylor Horton Tucker uh, for Kyle freaking Lowry. I'm thinking this is a different series as of right now. Kyle Lowry's guarding Chris Paul dog on dog guy that can go put up 20, at least 20 points. Kyle Lowry is going to be good for in a playoff game, I'm going to tell you. So, man, what an issue I I beat up on him back then. I'm going to beat up on him again today. Talon Horton Tucker is the reason you don't get Kyle Lowry on your championship, you know, on your potential championship run. That's ridiculous. That's and I think, I think now if they had him, it'd be, a, it'd be a different series, I think. And it's proving as to where, you know, we're going to save, we have LeBron and AD that's good enough. And you know, we're building for the future as well. I don't care. Talen Horton Tucker, it could end up being, you know, a a very decent player. I don't think he's good. I don't don't see all-star. I don't see that in him yet, but who knows? could be a very decent rotational player. I don't think he's going to be, you know, all-time great Raptor Kyle Lowry, and even what Kyle Lowry could be doing for them this season. So I don't get it whatsoever. And I think if they have him, they they probably win this series. And that's how big it is without Anthony Davis, the most part. So that's, that's, that's what I think of when I, when I see Schroeder doing bad, Taylor, Taylor did well, uh, how many, but how much has he played in the series? He played well tonight. H- has he really even played? You know what I mean? I, I don't yeah, really not, think he's not been, valuable minutes. That's what I mean. Like why would you not trade a guy to, to keep on your bench? So I don't get that. That's the first, thing. I don't want to spend too much time on that, but that's, that's what I think of. But another stat to pull out, you know, LeBron, obviously I think he's has 12 now 13 total losses ever in the first round. Just games. He's like he's like fifty eight and thirteen or something like that in the first round, and has obviously never lost in the first round. But Tanner, if no Anthony Davis is in Game Six, I, I, again, I have yet.
1: Are you going to bet against history, Casey?
0: The the proof is in the pudding, man. I hate to do this, but when was the last time LeBron James had a phenomenal? Again, I'm going to say this, and I hope, I hope me saying this more
1: recently than the last time he was eliminated in the first round. I'll tell you that.
0: Okay, you're you're not wrong, but I, I don't want to be the guy I, I hope I'm the guy that fuels a, just a spiteful huge game in game six. I hope I hope I'm the guy that just is the complete opposite, you know, like I jinx him for, for a, a good game, you know what I mean? Like I keep saying he's gonna be bad, so then he goes off. So I, I hope that's the case. But proof as of recently, I don't know. I don't know the last time LeBron James had 30 points in a ball game. He's not shooting it officially, he's not driving it. If Anthony Davis doesn't play In game six, Tanner, I'm picking Phoenix to win the series, man. I think Phoenix pulls it out in six if no Anthony Davis plays. I'm picking Phoenix, man. I don't care. I'm not, I, I was not confident watching them play tonight whatsoever. I was just honestly a little embarrassed for that Laker team watching them play in game five. I was a little embarrassed watching Frank Vogel. I saw him on the sideline at one point, just saying, what is going on? He's, he's flailing his arms and he mouths the words, you know, what is going on? So when the head coach doesn't even know what that's going on, your second best player, if not your best player in the series, AD has been your best player in the series, isn't playing. I'm betting against you and I'm taking, I'm taking the, yeah, the hot team and the better you. roster.
1: Game six is huge. Hopefully AD plays.
0: Hopefully AD plays. That's a big thing. If if Anthony Davis plays, it goes – if Anthony Davis plays the remainder of the series, obviously it's a question, are you getting game one, Anthony Davis? You, you shot like five of 16, five of 18, or are you getting games two and three, right? So that's the question. Is he 100% from the groin? That's the question as well as LeBron. Uh, too many doubts, man, too many questions on, on this Laker team. I'm going with the more surefire roster in Phoenix as of right now, but let's move on. Oh, what about you though? Lakers or Phoenix before we move on, who you got? Lakers. Oh man. Okay. He's picking Lakers. I am going against the team. I picked to, to go to the uh, finals this year. It's not looking great. Not looking, not liking what I'm seeing whatsoever. Uh, what about. Uh, let's talk about Phoenix just for a second. If they beat the Lakers here, I, are they the favorite to win the conference?
1: Ooh, no! I I think it would be the Clippers.
0: If Clippers beat Dallas, Clippers still yeah. you're still Clippers. Okay, yeah. I, I think that goes six, seven games as well, though. Clippers. Yeah, no, I
1: I I I agree. I think it would. I think it would be a definitely a series.
0: I definitely think Phoenix is a team to watch to win the conference. If they can, if they if they pull this one out, I'm I'm definitely saying you know. Them and Clippers are the two teams I'm, I'm pulling forward to, to win the conference then for sure, and uh, out west for sure. But Blazers, Nuggets, let's, let's spend a couple of minutes on them before we take a break. Blazers, Nuggets, and then we'll move on and talk about the Jazz for a second as well. But, man, going right down to the wire, but double overtime in their last game. Nikola Jokic is, is huge for them, gets them the, the victory. Damian Lillard for, you know, for Portland does pretty much all that he can, but they still can't get away with a win. Blazer or sorry uh, Denver now up 3-2 in the series, correct? Yes. So Denver's up 3-2 in the series. Dame averaging 30 and 9 up until this point. Jokic same thing, 30 in 11 I believe from Jokic just about as well. So both guys are doing it all for their rosters. I think I think Dame having a little bit more of contribution from CJ and Norman Powell. In comparison to what Newt Jokic is doing, so if he can pull away, you know, and get this win, I think that solidifies him for that MVP and says maybe we did make the right choice this year. You know, yeah, because I think he work.
1: is going, he is going to win it, and I think as me long too. as he makes the best first round, me too. me too. I think it's a successful season exactly,
0: and I think we we will see a lot less of the finger pointing doubters So he didn't deserve the MVP, he couldn't even get out the first round. In comparison to where, if he's undermanned and takes down probably the better team, it's like, hey, we I think we made the right decision here, right? So that's what I'm looking out for. I think I think Denver does win it. We were talking before, well, you know, while that game was in progress, and I remember saying, uh, and I'm still with that. You know, whoever wins game this game, I think wins the series. Whoever wins game five, I think they're going to win the series, and I think Denver is going to go on to win it. But I, I'm sticking with Denver and seven because Dame. I'm not counting I mean, how close she is. I think you know he, he's bound to, to erupt with his back against the wall as well. So I think it goes seven. Uh, but Jokic, I think, has been probably the best player in the series for the most part, all things taken into consideration.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's been he's been pretty dominant.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I'm pulling for Denver still. Though at one point it was looking Portland. You know, Portland could be winning this thing. You know, not not easily, but. Uh, in not quick in you know, a rather quick fashion, I could say, but I- I'm sticking with Denver. I'm I'm definitely sticking with Denver to pull to pull away. But Dame, man, Dame has been so clutch. Are you are you? I know I, I haven't really touched base with you as far as this one goes. I know we both picked Denver. Yeah, I mean yeah, I mean I'm I'm
1: picking Denver. I'm taking Denver and seven. And but Okay, cool. What about- so we're
0: we're both Denver- there. what? So, so, so we're so we're both there then, like we're both at yeah. the exact same spot, you know yeah.
1: But I mean, Damian Lillard just been hitting clutch shots after clutch shots.
0: Hit the two player in basketball. clutch, yeah. Hit two clutch baskets today. I can say that. I just feel like man. we
1: live in a simulation when it comes to Damian.
0: <laughs> like he's gonna make a clutch shot. Like like he's going I feel like it's
1: more likely than not that he yeah. hits
0: a at the end. He's been huge for them. Remember that third quarter at one point they were getting blown out at one point in the series. But in the third quarter he had an and one three, multiple huge shots to put them in striking distance and it's just like, "Oh my gosh." In the most pivotal time of the game, this guy comes up, you know, huge, not big, but huge for the team. So, he's the clutchest player in basketball, I would say, and I don't even think it's that close. Um, and, and that is why I, I think it goes seven and you, and you don't want to count them out whatsoever, you know, because of how clutch he is, how good he is, but I'm going with the best player, the MVP, Nicole Jokic to get the win and move on to the second round. Probably we'll be playing the Phoenix suns in my eyes, you know, Phoenix in Denver, then in the second round, I think Phoenix wins probably in five. We'll see how much Jokic and, and Aiton, much that back and forth goes but i think phoenix if they can beat if they can beat uh, la in six if they close it out in six i think they can they can move on and and i think it's clear that they're the better roster in comparison to the nuggets so um i think i think they would move on and probably you don't want to say five i said five for this one as well so the safe the safe bet is just to say in six games obviously so i think phoenix beats denver in, in the next round if they move on as well um, and if, if L.A. wins, I think whoever wins the series between Phoenix and L.A., they move on and make it to the conference finals. On the flip side, though, Utah in prime position to move on to round two. They're up 3-1 on the Grizzlies. But Ja did all things Ja and Dylan Brooks, uh, you know, for the Grizzlies uh, up until uh, this point. Ja averaging 31-7-4 and four in four games up until this point in his first yeah, postseason he, games.
1: Yeah, he, he's been – Incredible to watch. I think he might be, or he's putting his name up there with the best young players in basketball. Him and Trey
0: Young, right? I think they're like making themselves.
1: Here's a question for
0: you. Okay, you're moving forward. Okay, who are
1: you taking, Trey Young or? Yeah, that's
0: tough. I think Trey has the better roster right now. Okay, Trey has the Mm -hmm. better roster right now, and Ja is in the tougher conference. Uh but probably if you Ja.
1: Which one would you Probably
0: want? Ja. I've probably taken Ja. I think he's more yeah, good. me too. Probably Ja, but I think he's grittier, probably better defensively. He's not great if neither are good defensively, but I think he can hunker down a little more, be a little more gritty. So but Trey, what he can do offensively is, is just as good. But Ja, I think Ja can be just as good as Trey offensively. So I'm probably picking John. In that sense, um, but neck and neck. I think they're establishing themselves as like the two up and coming, you know, point guards to take the reins from guys like Dame, Steph, Westbrook, Kyrie. They're they're right there to. Take yeah, they're the in reins. that next class. They're that next class to take. When, you know, when they're done, they're going to be the guys we talk about. As far as top point guards in the league, for sure, for sure.
1: Yeah, when we're on year five of Dudes Talking Sports, we'll be talking about exactly John Morant, Trey Young, exactly. Final. It's like,
0: who's the best point guard in the league? Is it one of these yeah. guys? Maybe I'll still be saying Steph Curry. We'll see. We'll see when we get there, but either it's way. Uh, five years. Steph will still be playing five years. He'll, he'll still be playing five. He, he said, you're five of dudes talking sports. So that's oh, technically okay. in four years. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, <laughs> so that's gonna be around. Like, no, don't, come on now. Come on now. But jazz, man, jazz and Clippers potentially facing off in the second round out West, wrapping things up in this half. I think that's a very, I think the jazz could beat the Clippers in that, in that match. Last time I saw Paul George against Utah, uh, it was rather quick, okay. I saw Joe Ingles get the get the best of him in that matchup. So, um, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but I think I. I don't know if I'm picking the Clippers in that matchup. Or I'm I want to wait, but until we get there, really analyze, but
1: that's gonna be the matchup still, you know. Exactly. But I think I just really have no idea what these second round matchups are gonna be. It's tough.
0: I don't, but I think I think that's the safest thing to say because I think we both think the Clippers are probably gonna come back and win if Lucas not hundred percent, they're gonna win. Mm -hmm. And then Utah's gonna win up three-one. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know who wins this series, Ben. I'm probably picking the Clippers, but I actually might be picking Utah. I think I'm taking the Clippers. I think, I think I'm picking Utah. Actually. I don't know. I, I'm really back and forth on those two teams. I think it's very close. Really depends on what Paul George does. That's when it depends on Paul George. I think that's when I'll be looking at him. What he can do as that second best player. Cause Kawhi is probably going to be Kawhi. What can he be? De- what can he be as that second best guy, but overall, man, who saw all these amazing first rounds in the West? You know what I mean? Out West, especially. I've, I've heard in, in the last several years. Like, I did. Do away, okay, I, th- I think we both kind of thought maybe a little bit. But still, you know, as far as the overall press, you know, big world media, first round in the NBA has been knocked on a lot. And I think this year is kind of showing why it is still a seven-game series in the first round.
1: Yeah, yeah at least in the West.
0: At least in the West. Like, I mean, like, you need that the la drops to the 17 imagine if they imagine if the warriors were at the eighth spot i think i think that goes at least six games with utah as well i think maybe they are still dreaming I I I, I I I think i think they upset utah quite frankly but either way it's neither here nor there steps on, on a beach steps on a beach yes steps on a beach right now we're gonna we're gonna let let that be i'll let that be that topic be for as of right now but I might be picking the jazz to beat the Clippers. We will see. That's a very interesting mashup. Uh, Ever since Donovan Mitchell's back in the lineup, they've won three straight games, you know, so they're clearly a different team when he's playing. I like them to move on Tanner. I think we should take a quick break, but before we take a break, so we're going Utah's going to move on. You're going Clippers. I'm going Mavs. If Luca's hundred percent, I'm going Mavs, but we'll see how he plays. We'll see if he's hundred percent, then Clippers are going to go ahead and, and win the series, obviously. Um, I'm going Phoenix. You're going L.A. And then what's at the very uh, – is that it? No, Denver. We're both going Denver. We're both going Denver as well. So that's our Western Conference picks. We're, we're sticking with them. Second round should be starting pretty soon. Let's take a break. And when we come back, I say we start things off talking about your Brooklyn – I'm sorry, your uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, not my Brooklyn. against my – as of recently, I can say mine, I guess, because uh, I'm picking them to win the conference and, and win the entire thing this year. As of, uh, that's my team. We'll, we'll get there, obviously, but still. Uh, maybe my nets and your bucks. I say we, we kick things off with that in the second half. How's that sound?
1: All right, sounds good. All
0: right, guys, we will be uh, right back. Keep it locked on. All right, welcome back, everybody. Casey Foreman here with Tanner File. Like we said in the first half, all things west earlier in the show. Now let's move on to talk about that Eastern Conference. And I do want to start out with a team a little close to one of our hearts. Okay, a little close to home for one of us, for sure, I would say. And the other, a little close to the other one, obviously. So Brooklyn and Milwaukee facing off. I have I have Brooklyn winning the entire thing this year. Tanner has the Bucks winning the entire thing this year. So they come, you know, they're now facing off head-to-head in the second round. Tanner, again, let's open it with you here. How are you liking your Bucks? Obviously, you're liking them decently if you picked them to win the entire thing this year. But how are you kind of thinking after round one? How how they're going to match up against that three headed monster in Brooklyn?
1: I mean, obviously, I think the Bucks played great in the first round. They swept the defending Eastern Conference champions, even Facts. though they were they were banged up and they weren't exactly playing like they were in the bubble. But they yeah they swept them. I mean, they played one close game in the series and then- best
0: possible results.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was the best the best they could play. I am mm-hmm. the most confident I could be I think at this point. Yeah. Yeah. When you're facing a Brooklyn Nets team that is absolutely loaded, you know?
0: Like, Insanely loaded,
1: dude. Yeah, like you got Kevin Durant.
0: <laughs> it's insane. I'm going to throw some stats. So you, you got I have some stats. But, okay. Them.
1: So you got Kevin Durant, you got James Harden, you got Kyrie Irving, <laughs> Blake Griffin.
0: Yeah, Griffin, yeah. Uh, Joe Harris led the three led the, did the league in three point shooting this year. <laughs> yeah, man, they got players. They,
1: they got some guys over there, but the Bucks Bucks got some guys too. They're not They're scrubs, not right man.
0: Guys. They're not scrubs They're though. You know, like in comparison to last year's yeah. roster, it's a clear upgrade. I would say now, I, I'm safe to say I'm coming around. This is a clear upgrade in comparison to last year's. Yeah,
1: roster. I mean, I think you see the stats compared to to for themselves. Guys kind of, that they right? replaced. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. obvious. Like,
1: yeah. Drew Holiday from Eric Blood Cell is a massive upgrade. Like,
0: I think you guys had coming off good. your bench last year. Um, it wasn't necessarily uh, who, who you like Wesley
1: Matthews, and
0: yeah, he, he's been coming up pretty small for the Lakers as of recently yeah. as well. So, so, yeah,
1: we, I mean, the the Bucks have shooters outside, they're the highest scoring team in basketball, higher yeah. than the Nets.
0: Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. So,
1: For the third time in four years, they've been the highest scoring team. Yeah, you
0: know, yeah. So that's been a trend for them. Didn't necessarily pay off for them too well, but but but, you know, they've been they've been much better in closer games this year, right? You know, much better Mm -hmm. in comparison to last year. It was all blowouts, you know.
1: Yeah. So on paper, you look at the rosters, you think Brooklyn's going to win this series.
0: If anyone's asked, is can upset them though. But East. I think,
1: yeah, like I'm saying, if any team is built to beat them, I think it's Milwaukee. in
0: Giannis, you know, what yeah. Giannis can I mean, do. Giannis
1: is the ultimate X factor. There's no one on the net that can guard him. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it, yeah, it's going to come down to him just manning up and saying no one can touch me and I'm going to average 40 points in the series or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, which I think, th- which a- I think he good. could do. I yeah, think he averaged average 35- 35 36 37 going towards that 40 point. I think we could very well we should see that from Giannis if, if the Bucks want a chance at winning this series because what yeah. they're five and one, I think, right, in the regular season against the Bucks are against the top teams like Milwaukee or against the Brooklyn. yeah,
1: well, and, and since 2021, they haven't lost to any of those teams.
0: Oh, and right, since the new was year
1: was like last in year, November or whatever. Last year. Okay, like, so, just,
0: so in the new year, they haven't lost. Year. Okay. I didn't know that either. So I so said they have yet to lose in the new year to those to those teams. Obviously, postseason, they're bound to, to drop games and something like that. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm not out yeah, here to, gonna, to sweep <laughs>
1: Walkie Bucks. You're going to sweep the Brooklyn Nets. I'm no, not. Man. I'm confident. I'm as confident as you can be, so, but I'm not that confident. I'm so not, let
0: me break down why I'm picking the Nets, okay? KD in the series. And again, we, we just said before we hopped on, we were talking about, you know, I, we I, th- I think we can both agree Milwaukee played the harder of the two teams in the first round in, in the heat. I, I think that's that's easy. They played the harder team. Um so you don't want to overhype these numbers whatsoever, but they, they at, at times Brooklyn did a Boston did a decent job containing the Brooklyn Nets at decent times if you watch their series. Um but KD throughout the series 32, 7 and 3 on 54, 50, 90. Okay, Kyrie had not the best series on 25, 6 and three on 49 and 40 and 89. So not the best series statistically from Kyrie. I mean, have, still good. still good, right? And he still and he had like a 39 point performance, I think to close him out. So like still ha- had a good night, had a decent series. James Harden, 28, 7 and 10 on 55, 47, 90. Had you know a huge game to close them out as well. So 32, 73, 25, 6, and 3, 28, 7, and 10. They average, you know, more than let me just do that that quick. I don't have the math on me, guys. Sorry, not a math major Switched to Mass Com pretty pretty, but 32 plus 25 plus 28. Yeah, I thought it was 85. They average 85 points between the three of them, and then they do have Joe Harris, a three-point leader, who's bound to have a 20-point night. Blake Griffin, who can get you 10 to 12, you know, playing as well. So it's not there, but they're, they're big three averaging 85 points per game, and I don't think, I think I we have yet to see their ceiling. I don't think, and I, I think we will see them getting better in the regular season, eight total games, seven total games played together, right? So this series was the first time we're really they're really starting to hunker down and play playoff basketball together. So I'm thinking their best basketball is ahead of them, and they're averaging 80 85 points together. So that's the biggest reason I'm pulling for Brooklyn. But I want to say this if any, if anybody is gonna knock them off, like we said, I think it is Milwaukee. And I think we both can agree on this as well. Whoever wins this series makes it to the finals. Maybe maybe
1: wins. Yeah, what about whoever wins this series? Wins the finals. When is the last time you were picking an east team? like whoever wins I mean, maybe
0: out west. Out west, it was when the at Lakers eastern and conference Rockets but...
1: semi-final game, yeah. over
0: no, never a man. Series never. Over a absolutely never. The only thing I can think of is when the Rockets and Warriors were playing out west in the second round a couple years ago, but besides that, never, especially not in the eastern conference, man. So yeah, never have I heard that and I think I'm better with you. They the West is so tough, who knows who's going to come out of the Western Conference as of right now. Maybe the Clippers could be the fav- the, the you know the team to favorite, maybe the Suns, I don't know. And maybe that's it. Maybe out East, cra- crazy to say it, they are the more sure-fire team to win it all, both the Brooklyn uh, and-, and Milwaukee. So, yeah, man, I'm picking I I am picking the Nets though because of the 85 points combined.
1: I think but, you're probably in the majority there.
0: I'm in the majority for sure. I don't think I'm, you know, it's not a hot take whatsoever. You're definitely, you know, in that realm for sure. But I don't think they can guard Giannis. I don't think they have an answer for it. And that's no, I don't I, think
1: they'll even be able to contain him. I think
0: he's gonna no, go crazy. That's it. I think you I think you spend all your energy if you're Brooklyn, you spend all of it trying to knock off Drew, trying to get in Chris Middleton's head, trying to be like, yo, bro. Well, that was was a damn best I've ever seen you play in the last series, man. Never see you hit a shot like that. I would literally just be trying to play the psychological game with a guy in Middleton and be saying Giannis is going to get his 40, his 50, but we need KD to get his 35, Kyrie to get his 30, and Harden to get his 25, 7, and 10. So, I'm, I'm picking that. But again, if Middleton can show up big in those clutch moments like he did against Miami, that's the X factor, man, because that's what he couldn't do in prior series, right? So that's the thing to watch. Can guys like him – can Giannis go off, right? Can he just get his 35 to 40? And then can Chris Middleton down by three, you know, in, in those – because you know it's going to come down to those big moments late in game. Can mm-hmm. Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday – Come up big in those spots because Giannis is going to get them there. He's going to be the reason it's a close game in the first place. Can Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton somewhat bring them home? Is kind of my question on Milwaukee. But they are starting to answer them. Like I said in the first round, they did do that very thing. So I don't yeah. know. Dude. I, I'm not I mean, saying you're crazy. I'm not saying you're crazy by any means. You know, I don't. I don't think yeah. you're crazy by saying that. I just.
1: I can tell you what, I think these games are going to be very high scoring. They're the two highest scoring teams in basketball.
0: 125 We're going to see
1: some pretty spectacular offense and maybe some lazy defense at times. Mm -hmm. In the early games of this series, I definitely think it goes at least six no matter what on either side. But yeah, so you're going seems... what? Are you going nets and six I'm going
0: nets and six? Exactly that. Exactly that. All right. Nets. Well, I'm
1: gonna go bucks and six.
0: Okay, so we are doing the you know, vice versa, flip of the coin. I got nets and six. He's got bucks and six. We maybe we'll do a poll. Check Twitter. Maybe tomorrow we'll check a poll. We'll do a poll and just kind of see where everyone else is kind of at. Like, hey, who you guys have as of right now? We both made our cases pretty, pretty well, I think. Um, Who do you got as of right now, Brooklyn or Milwaukee moving forward? And then maybe we need another poll going forward as to where, you know, is the winner of this series, the winner of the NBA finals? Because I think that's a very realistic option, a very good question as well. What about the team no one's talking about right now? No one is talking about the Philadelphia 76ers, the number one seed out East. They're up 3-1. They did drop one to Washington and Embiid did go down, did get an MRI. We have yet to see the results. We were we were supposed to see him today. Have yet to see him. Probably coming out tomorrow. So may hopefully, as you guys are maybe listening, you know more than we know on the on the Embiid thing. But we can only speak on what we know at the moment. And he's out for game five. He's out for game five. Right? Yeah.
1: I, I was gonna mention before we move on to that that oh. Bucks Nets game one is on Saturday for those. I'm oh, wondering. so that's
0: starting right away. Like, yeah, I'm it's right well, into that. Yeah, coming up soon. Yeah. Okay. Oh, damn. So, yeah, second round starting as soon as this weekend, folks. So, keep your eye on that. Uh, game one on Saturday. Hey, follow us on Twitter. Maybe I'll be calling the first game of Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee, uh, Brooklyn. Keep your eye on that. Go follow us. So you know, when, I, when we're on Color Cast and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, thank you, Tanner, for that. But, Philly. Yeah, man, but we'll moving on to Philly. Yeah, Philly, though, man, banged up and beat yet again.
1: Yeah. It's the Philadelphia curse. It's Carson Wentz. It's it's Embiid,
0: man. That's, that's what, that's what he's been, you know, up until his career, like he hasn't been in that big spot. And when he's been, been in that big moment like against uh, Toronto, people were knocking his uh, physique. Like if he could stay in shape. So he's he's in shape, he's in the best shape of his life, playing the best basketball of his life. And he's hurt again, man. It it just, you, you gotta hope it's something small, but for him, is it ever just a day off and then he's back? It feels like no matter what, he's missing a stretch of games. You know what I mean? Like that's the big question: Is he going to be back sooner rather than later? I think they went in five. I think they beat. I beat. the beat. They beat the Wizards in five. But in the second round, probably facing off, uh, facing off against the Hawks, I think they need Joel Embiid to beat a on fire Atlanta Hawks team as of right now. I think they. Yeah,
1: need yeah. To I him. think without Joel Embiid, that's like a a good seven,
0: series seven game series. Yeah. I'd probably still take Philly. I think probably taking Philly. I'm probably taking Philly as well. I think they have a better but, roster, more experience. But
1: I mean, roster. if they have Joel Embiid,
0: it's easy. It's, it's quick and easy then. Yeah, it's a five game series. Yeah. It's a five game series with Joel Embiid. So that's the question. Can, can he come in and be dominant? Can he step in and play at the level he's been playing at all year? And how many games is he going to be missing ultimately? So that's the big question on them. That's obviously re- why people like me and you, you know, we're not picking Philly to win the Eastern conference. We're picking more Milwaukee, obviously Brooklyn, but that's, that's the biggest reason I would say it's because the, the injuries to and beat and how this roster can't stay healthy. And then also uh, Ben Simmons, he still can't shoot for anyone still considering or any updates on you, Phil W. Not at all. Not even a little bit, not even a little bit better. So he still isn't even attempting, still can't shoot and, is about a 50% free throw shooter, you know, in in those big moments. And usually knock down one of two, could go O of two in those big spots. as Well, they did a hack of shack on him. And then the Wizards ended up winning the game, obviously. So I don't know, man. Can they go ahead and and stretch it out to a six-game series without Joel Embiid? I think it's possible. They need another big night from Bradley Beal. They need another big night from Russell Westbrook. And uh, I think it's more unlikely than it is likely. I think Philly closes it out in five. Keep your I eye agree. on keep your eye on keep your eye on uh Bradley Beal, though. That's that's the performance. He could go off and score another 35 or so points like he did in game four. So keep your eye on that. But I'm picking picking them to win five. I think even without Embiid, probably still picking them to beat the Hawks, but I think the Hawks make it interesting and could win that series if Embiid's not present. While we're talking about the Hawks, we yeah, were both a series without a We were both and, uh, dead wrong about them and the Knicks. <laughs> we were yeah, both yeah, dead wrong. Sure. We had Knicks going winning in seven. I'm sadly uh, wearing my New York Knicks
1: Kristaps Porzingis shirt right now.
0: Yeah, you guys can't see, but Tanner's repping New York at the moment. Actually, You'll and
1: uh, it's it, sadly.
0: So as know? I mean, sad, man, you know, maybe, kind of maybe, maybe, you're happy. You don't have a in Porzingis on the roster anymore, maybe, but, but either way, you know, it's, it's big time. You know, people are saying it's disappointing for the Knicks. It's still a successful season though, for, for New York, I would say. Yeah, for sure. People, some saying, you know, we should beat the, uh, beat the Hawks. And, you know, it's disappointing if we don't. And Julius Randall. Yes. Like we said it last week, Randall's out of gas. OK, this, sure. this, this Nick roster after playing, you know, the league high in minutes, they're out of gas, man. They don't have much left in the tank.
1: And, and Trey like, Young has kind of arrived, you know,
0: established. He's just team, had right?
1: I wonder what his career playoff averages are right now. Pretty high. Maybe.
0: Oh, I know they're 27 and 10 out every single game. He's averaging 27 and 10 on 47 percent shooting.
1: In his first career playoff series, in his
0: first four like, playoff time. games in, in Madison Square Garden against the New York Knicks,
1: with people yelling, F. Trey Young, getting sp- spit on. And, yeah, and Trey Young is balding. Like,
0: oh, what we'll fact? I'll, I'll talk about that for you for a second. We have yet to talk about that. I'll, I'll just put a pin in this because I mean, the East, not, not much to talk about in East anyway, but which, dude, all the fans are going crazy, dude. Like, yeah, it's like running on the court, being, being spit on, dumping the popcorn, um, uh, um, throwing like the water Rachel bottle, slurs. racial slurs absolutely awful. And what I think the NBA needs to come out and do that with these franchise I know they're banning them. That's not anything. Banning these guys going to their first ever NBA game, they're not going to be back and who knows how long. Yeah, it's time they know maybe arrest fine get these fines involved arresting involved stuff like that and then these nba need to come out and, and start saying hey you might be thinking you know you're being a fan of ours by going against the other team but in, in my eyes you're not a fan of ours you're 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 not a good basketball fan and we don't want you in our nick in our boston we don't want you in our fan base and we don't consider you in our fan base and I, just, that's what i would come out and say honestly like we don't consider you might consider yourself but you are not a part of our fan base and then bigger uh what bigger uh
1: if someone has if someone assaults a player or something they should have to bare knuckle fight the center at mid
0: <laughs> no bradley beal said hey i got hands too and they were <laughs> that's what he said the other day so if someone asked if he feels less safe in the stand he's like hey I got hands too, man. <laughs> they they weren't just fine. So I don't think Bradley's scared or anything like that. So that's a St. Louis coming out in him. So for sure, for sure. Uh, but either, either way, man, I, I'm just like pissed. Like, it's like, calm down. You know, like I'm tired. Yeah, of you're all like making a guy.
1: fool of yourself. Like we just had you guys stupid. back. No one is looking at them thinking they're cool.
0: I guess that's the thing, right? They want to be cool. You know, they want to be on TV and say that was me. You know, I guess. I mean? Because people, people like us, we're talking about them now. We're not. I'm not gonna say any names or any necessarily too specifics or anything. But like, I guess that's the goal. Get get talk shows. Get you know be be the talk of the town. You know, and and that's exactly what they're doing. That it's just getting out of hand. The guy at the Philly game just just literally to run on the court just for exposure is like, dude. Like, how thirsty are you for exposure at that point? You know what I'm saying. So, I don't agree with it. I, I, I just get annoyed, and it's like we just have you guys back in the fans. We're getting more and more of you back. You know, th- don't ruin it. Don't ruin it for, no, you know, it's for it's us. It's okay
1: stuff. to be passionate. I love the I booing. I love it, man. I love, the I, love it. I love the chance. I love the I like love trying it. to get, love trying to get in the guys' head. That's what scores through
0: you and stuff. I'm all yeah. about that, man. Yeah. The 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 chat like the. the, ch- the, the uh, Crowd yeah, chanting but, but,
1: that. But the moment it gets physical Spitting and the moment. On, like, uh,
0: yeah. Throw it throwing stuff. Yeah, that's just that's not that's not ridiculous. a part of the game, man. That's not a part of the game. And
1: that's a I, crime, and you should be
0: arrested. That's a crime, and thank you, Tanner. You should be arrested, man. It's and Kyrie said it like we're not a human zoo. Yeah. like Do people even do that at a real zoo? <laughs> yeah,
1: like you would <laughs> or, you would get arrested if you did that at a zoo.
0: You're treating if you these players, throwing stuff at the rhino? You're treating people worse than animals at this point you're treating them even worse so yeah i, I do I, I did want to address that you know at the very least because we have yet to really talk about that but um trey young establishing himself def- a, a defining moment for trey young i would say defining moment in his career wasn't an all-star this year was last year people knocking his game saying he's you know inefficient you know he's a volume shooter but he's not he's not knocking it down at, at high clips he's saying hey 27 and 10 on 47 percent. That's efficient, that's high level against one of the best defenses in basketball. That's great, man. Defining moment him and John Morant really establishing themselves. I think, um, you know, as these, like, like, like we said last half, you know, as these up and as these next
1: up and coming guys,
0: the next class of point guards you know, yeah, the sure. next class of point cards. So it's great to see. Uh, also what great to see Um, before we talk about the NFL, because I do want to talk about that for, for a minute, but uh, you see, I don't have her name, Naomi, uh, the tennis player. Naomi Osaga. Osaga. Withdrawing from the French Open. I I I mean, I don't think there's any knock you can say. It's kind of just big ball, you know, big uh, moves. It's just like, you know, props to you for like just stepping up, standing up for yourself. I feel like mental health and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like why I think of like, why do these guys even have to mandatory, uh, mandatory like like, uh, post conferences and stuff like that? Like Kyrie Irving for the NBA hates that stuff, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, like, and it's not like you ever get anything good out of these guys, like, in post-game interviews, like, right away.
0: Especially if they don't want to be like, there.
1: Yeah, first re- first off, they're usually just breathing super hard.
0: Or so- you're still, like, soaking wet.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they're just like, I want to go take a shower, and I'll talk to you about the game tomorrow. Like,
0: Yeah, or, like, I-, I don't have I- nothing I- to say.
1: I do see the point. That's the reason we're talking. The reason we have these storylines is because... Granted. Of these interviews and Granted. stuff like that, and because a media access, but yes. also there becomes a point to where it's way over the top,
0: and if it's messing with a person's mental health as to where like then, they don't then, yeah, they don't even want right to play, like they don't even want to play because they they because they're you know they don't want to do the post game stuff. She's removed herself from it completely. It's like okay, if if, if we're at that point, it's like there's an issue yeah, it's
1: here. Right? Like she's the best young tennis player in the world um, she' isn't playing French open is it's gonna hurt the French openings open. like, right? like you want to grow the sport. Not having the best player is one of the best ways to do that.
0: That's why everyone wanted LeBron James and the Lakers in the playoffs. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's better for the brand when the yeah, best when,
1: when good athletes are playing, it's more fun to watch.
0: Exactly. so I, I'm all on her side there. Uh you know, you go girl, if you will, is kind of is kind of my stance on it now as you go and uh power to the player hundred percent And I I think now Kyrie in the and NBA Cordae and Corday is awesome. I didn't know that. That's awesome, that's super mm-hmm. cool. But uh, someone compared it to Michael Jordan, even because Michael Jordan hated media sessions, would, would you know, get fined repetitively for not doing it. And then, you know, he even retired at one point because, you know, was tired of the media. Yeah. Obviously, his father was a factor of mental health. For his mental health, that's a factor how important it is her doing the same thing for her mental health. So I love to see it. We just got, I think we just got done with Mental Health Month or something like that. Mental so, Health Awareness Month. Yeah, exactly. So we, we kind of are just past that now, but I'm great to see people talking about it and stuff like that. It's super, it's super important. Tan, let's move on and talk about your favorite sport. Okay, your the favorite NFL. sport, the NFL. I think you said it earlier, 100 days away?
1: Yeah. When 99 comes, now. 99.
0: Yeah, 99 Well, we're recording to a little late. 99 as of right now. Um, I know, man, a lot of players that I have my eye on, but you especially, you know, you're the guy I kind of go to for the college football, just for the NFL ranks, guys to look for. So I am, I, I said earlier, you know, this is kind of the thing to watch for on the show. Let's Let's start with you. Should we do quarterback, wide receiver, running back, and defensive? Or what do you want to do?
1: Yeah, let's do that. Let's each, want will say who we think is most poised to have a breakout year, at one at quarterback, one at running back, one at wide receiver, and then just a defensive player.
0: And uh, breakout or bounce back?
1: Yeah, right? yeah, or yeah. That counts, I feel that like counts. you can break out. If yeah,
0: that's back. That counts. Been mm-hmm. good before. That counts. So cool. Okay, so. You want to start with the biggest one, or do you want to start with kind of the smaller one? What do you want to do? Uh, I see quarterbacks are the biggest one.
1: Yeah, okay. you want to go backwards? You want to go defense yeah. first?
0: will start backwards. Let's start backwards. All right.
1: So defense.
0: I'll start with you also because you know I'm not a big defensive buff. So let's start with All you right. in defense. You in defense? Um, for defense, I'm.
1: You might call me a homer, but I think I'm gonna say Devin White is my breakout star. He kind of shined at the postseason. Most people mm-hmm. got eyes on him and said, Wow, this guy kind of jumps off the the, the, jumps off the 40, film right? when you exactly. watch him. He yeah, yeah, yeah. So fast. I don't know if you saw the race he had with uh, mm-hmm. Miko Hardman. And he kept up
0: and with all of them. Miko Hardman
1: and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he, he, out, he, out,
0: he outran Jefferson, I think.
1: Yeah, he outran Justin Jefferson, and he's like 35 more pounds than Miko Hardman.
0: Yeah, it's insane the fact but that he was he's keeping a, up with those. He guys. is an
1: absolute freak athlete. Yeah. And he's only getting better. He was it was only his second year. <laughs> that's I <insane>. think he, <laughs>
0: that's insane. I, second year.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you're looking at like future bets, I think a Devin White defensive player of the year is a a pretty good that's bet. a
0: decent one, I would say. Yeah, yeah, eyes are on him as well. You know, I don't that, know
1: exactly what his odds are, but I know he's probably not at least top
0: three. So, a little bit of an underdog there. Bit of a sleeper, yeah. right? Bit of a sleeper. Yeah. Any, anyone then, else yet, Ryan? Not in a Bucks uniform? <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I think you can kind of cheat and saying another guy, but I'm going to go with just the defensive ends in Washington. Oh,
0: yeah. Just between, uh, Young and Sweat, right?
1: Yeah. Between Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Chase Young is the guy that everyone kind of knows Yeah, was the number two overall pick said tom brady i'm coming you know and oh like, man
0: and the way their defense showed up right like that was phenomenal We, were, we yeah we but
1: montez sweat that. is kind of the unsung guy was a rookie the year before yeah didn't play a whole lot and now is balling too right alongside with them they have hey, two of the best defensive ends in the league and they're i knew
0: montez sweat a second uh, and third year player I knew Montez Sweat just from like the uh, Old Spice commercial. Oh, the Old
1: users. Spice commercial.
0: That's the only reason I knew Montez Sweat, and it's because his name is Sweat, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, but like I said, showing up on the field, making a name for himself on the field now. So yeah, I I like that. I am. Uh, I think Devin White definitely establishing himself, and like the postseason factor. Everyone, all your eyes on, all eyes on you. You play fantastic,
1: and yeah, who have more eyes. I like. I just think that's mm-hmm. a decent bet
0: for sure. And then obviously Chase Young second, second overall pick huge for Washington last year and, you know, rejuvenating that defense.
1: And as the season went on, he only got
0: better. Exactly. So I think those two are pretty much a Let's move on to the offensive side of the ball. If it's cool with you. Okay. Let's move offense, my forte, and I guess maybe running back. Yeah. Let's go running back. Okay. So right, I'm thinking, yeah, I'll start with running back. So first off, as far as breakout year, I have a breakout and a bounce back guy. Okay. I kind of have two for this. Um, breakout. I'm thinking Cam Akers in LA. He has yet to really make his imprint. Uh, he he was big for them in the postseason against Seattle, and it, but up until then, you know, a lot of injuries for him. So really has yet to really be on the field for a great deal amount of time. Uh, so I'm thinking he's going to be their number one guy, and they're going to be a dual threat offense. I'm thinking you know what he did in the postseason last year. The the capability is there. So I'm thinking Cam Akers for the for the Rams, and then you know for for the breakout. And then for uh, kind of the, re, you know, re, uh, uh, bounce back, if you will. I think Zeke, you know, from what I've been watching him in the offseason, I think we all knew last year he was not himself. Like, he was not the guy who's been top three you know, leading the league in rushing the last several years. So he was not that guy, was a shell of himself. And from seeing the workout videos the stuff he's been working on was was really kind of slow last year, but had really a lot of tough, uh, you know, breaking, long, strided runs. And from what I'm seeing him working on this year, he seems to kind of cut down on his weight a little bit. I also thought he was a little overweight last year. Uh, So I think he's cut down a little bit. He's he's working on his sharper cuts to try to, to break out those bigger runs. So I'm liking what he's working on. Uh, I think yeah, he's people coming act
1: out. like Ezekiel Elliott is kind of washed up now. Like, no. he's not, like he's not 25.
0: Yeah. Literally <laughs> like, sorry, he came out and led the league in rushing his rookie year. Like he kind of had nowhere else to go, but down, you know what I mean? All the mm-hmm. expectations were there, but I think he bounces back next year with a huge year. Um, similar to who I'm, who I'm going to pick for the wide receiver pick. Uh, but I think, you know, the, the the Cowboys offense comes back overall, and they have a big bounce back year. Also, Zeke, big year from Zeke coming.
1: All right, and then for my running back, I think I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A guy who kind of had an up-and-down year, had games where he was incredible, then had games where he didn't really play. Yeah. So it's kind of a running back by committee, but he's going into his second year. He was playing well at the end of the year. He's going to be playing for a Colts team that I think a lot of people are sleeping on. I think they're a real contender in the AFC. Comeback,
0: man. Yeah, comeback team for sure. Or not even come say they, they were a good team last year, but Carson Wentz, at the very least, the story's there. It's, yep. it's right there. So
1: I like Jonathan Taylor and Ford. I think he's a. I, I think he could go 1,200, 1,300 yards Damn. in a 17-game season. I think, I think he's good.
0: No, he's solid, man. He's, so you're going Taylor, and then is he your one guy for running back?
1: Yeah, he's he's who I'm picking.
0: Okay, cool. For, cool. Taylor for that, and then I, I want Akers and Zeke, and then wide receiver. Who do you got for wide receiver? I'm, I'm going to see who you got there.
1: My easy – like I don't know if I can necessarily call it a breakout star because he's already considered to be a top – by some people, five receiver and DK Metcalf.
0: Oh, right. He but is. Yeah.
1: I think he's only getting better. He's the one of the most freak athletes I've ever seen.
0: You saw him the track, right? And every bad.
1: time he touches the field, I feel like he's running routes better. And playing with Russ, he's only going to get smarter in the offense. I think he's going to have an even better year than he did last year. I think he's probably going to, my prediction is he's going to lead the league in receiving.
0: Okay.
1: But my breakout star, I think I'm going to go Henry Ruggs out there in uh, Vegas.
0: I knew you had someone else under there. Yeah. Okay.
1: Kind of a guy that I think a lot of people forgot about was the first receiver taken
0: last year, taken
1: above CD Lamb. Some taken people
0: above say Jackson, that that's just Justin Jefferson, a big mistake. But some but people say he, there's a reason he was picked. Right? There's a reason. Yeah. So, go ahead. Yeah, I mean,
1: ahead. it's not like he played. Bad, he just Wasn't was it cut,
0: hurt. That expectation, and, right? Number one receiver. Yeah, taken. when
1: he was on the field, he was playing better. And it, he just happened to be in a historic receiving class.
0: Yeah, pretty solid, man. Yeah, yeah. So, I yeah, I mean, I think later. a lot
1: of people forgot about him, but people forget that Nelson Aguilar had a thousand yards. Yeah, this I year was, I
0: was, surprised was offense as that. their
1: deep threat. Mm-hmm. I would think a number, whatever he was, number 10 or pick. 10 or so. I don't remember exactly oh, what number Ruggs, Henry was drafted.
0: I think he might have been in. Was he inside the top 10?
1: Yeah, I think he might have been like six or something. I think he
0: was seventh, is my gut. My gut's telling me he was the seventh pick. That's kind of my gut. But I think but he was inside guy, the top
1: I, 10. In a guy that runs in the four twos, you think he's going to.
0: Yeah, he's got the speed, right? Yeah. To be a lot. A lot of a people thought
1: path. he was the best receiver on that Alabama team that had Jerry Judy and. Uh Jamar, I mean not Jamar Chase, uh Devontae Smith and yeah. uh Jalen Waddle. A lot of people thought he was the best receiver on that team. So yeah, taking that Nelson Aguilar role and maybe taking it over that. So I think he's gonna have over a thousand yards. I think he's gonna be kind of my breakout guy.
0: I'm taking a guy in his in, in in his draft class, a guy that was not the first receiver taken, but a lot of people thought should have been the first receiver taken. I'm taking CD. I'm thinking with with Dak coming back. Second like time
1: in a row, Casey has picked a Cowboys player.
0: Hey, I'm I I don't even I don't even care. I think they're both gonna bounce. I think Zeke's gonna bounce back. I think CD is gonna be the the number. He could be the number one receiver yards wise, reception wise for him. He's great in the slot. So I think, so I think the Cowboys gonna, for the sorry for the Cowboys. Oh, yes. Okay. I thought you meant I, for the league. No, for the for Dallas for okay. Dallas. Because they have Gallup Cooper, you know, he's throwing the ball. He's throwing the ball to a, There's a lot of yeah, none
1: of the Cowboys are going to lead the lead because they have. Three yeah, there's
0: starters. a lot of mouths to feed. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to the be same at the same thing. bags. exactly. Cuz exactly. because there's too many guys on the roster, but I I prefer it that way. I rather have too many mouths to feed. Yeah, then, for sure. than not enough. It's a good but problem to have. A phenomenal a phenomenal problem. So I think CD though might just be the leading receiver for the Cowboys next year. He's phenomenal in this slot. You can also throw him outside long, you know, for for the for the, the long distance threat if you need to. So I think he's a dual threat. You can use him any way you really want to. I I love his hands again. Last year, some moments you you could say he you know some drops you aren't happy with, but overall there were some phenomenal you know some phenomenal catches from CD last year. You know being thrown from from Andy Dalton as well for for the majority of the year. So with with a real quarterback and Dak Prescott, uh, you know Ezekiel Elliott doing his thing, Mari Cooper you know obviously Gallup out, out there as well. I think CD is my breakout guy. I think CD is going to break. I mean, it may even lead that receiving core in Dallas and in, in, in some of those stats potentially as well. And then maybe I thought maybe as far as the other side, uh, maybe guy in maybe Claypool, you know, he was pretty much the number one guy there last year, but I think he could maybe even take it up to another level this year and be, you know, one, one of the top receivers in, in all of football potentially, right. I think the potential. Yeah. I mean,
1: uh, Pittsburgh also has a, pretty deep receiving core they rotate their receivers a lot that's also why and he probably won't have too many of those schuster, they have
0: uh oh who's the other receiver the guy from uh oklahoma state oh okay. i'm like i know schuster and claypool are the two duos that i know in in, in uh fast, pittsburgh yeah. for the most part but yeah. I'm saying I think I think that Claypool could be taking uh, taking take even more of a step up this year, but mainly, mainly that's just kind of a side piece. I kind of just thought about him, but CD is the guy I'm picking for the wide receiver for sure. What about the big one? What about quarterback? I have two guys I want to talk about for quarterback, but mainly one. You you go okay. first. You go first. Okay.
1: Um, I think I know who one of you guys is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm gonna talk about a guy who I think is kind of a dark horse MVP candidate a guy who I think has a chance to really change his legacy. And I'm going with Matt Stafford out there. He's going to probably the best team he's ever had in L.A. Got a coach. Yeah, he's going to have a good coach. He's going to have good receivers. He's going to have a decent line. He's going to have a hell of a defense. And I I think we're going to see great things from Matt Stafford this year. I think Matt Stafford is one of the – most underrated quarterbacks in the league. So I'm excited to – I'm really excited to watch Matthew Stafford in this L.A. offense.
0: I, I think that's a great point, Matt Stafford. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert, right? Okay. Matthew yeah, Stafford. I mean,
1: I think that's a pretty popular one. He's yeah, yeah. rookie of the year. I think a lot of people think he's going to be –
0: He's got a roster. He's got he's a gonna roster. Gonna you know, be he's special, got the, he's you got know? the talent. He, it seems like it could be one of those Mahomes-like – you know or, or not I'm trying to think of who was okay
1: roughly n- not like a real maybe like a Lamar
0: maybe like a Lamar and you know, he's good in his first year but then second year wins the MVP something like that I could definitely see something like that for uh for him. okay
1: so here's a question for you just roughly without like thinking too much about it how many games did the Chargers win
0: uh I right away I thought they win probably 10 11 games. Okay, so games. you so you're pretty
1: high on the Chargers.
0: I think they'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 10 okay. games. I think in 10 games okay. they'll
1: probably win. Okay. I was just interested cuz they this were okay
0: week. last year. I think he's going to get better. Overall roster should get better. I, I think I think uh they got they, they had the linemen they needed obviously. So, I'm thinking around 10, ten games. They'll be a winning yeah, I think
1: team. that offense is going to be really good. Um, they'll be a winning that's, team that's, I think. questions about the defense, but Yeah. If they, if they can stay healthy, their defense is going to be. Well, gonna,
0: if I'm picking him to be the breakout guy, I'm picking him to win some ball games. You know, what yeah, I, mean? I, th- I think sure. he's going to yeah. win some games. So I think they, I think they're going to have to be decent for him to be mm-hmm. this breakout guy. The other guy, obviously Carson Wentz. Carson okay. Wentz, the guy I thought of. Um, I, I am going to go with Herbert, but I think Wentz' worst year of his career last year, obviously, and a uh, real chance now going to a real playoff contending team already. Roster in set, really. All they all they said before is they need a quarterback. And I, I, he should. All, all signs point to him having a good year this year, right? So yeah, I mean, he's he the other has, guy.
1: He has some weapons around him. He, ha- I mean, he has a good team. If he's, if he doesn't have it, he better hope for his career. He has a good year,
0: exactly. Or I, th- or, exactly. This is, this is the the telling year for Carson Wentz. If he is not the All Pro that we think that he can't, that he that he should be, that he was what at one point in in uh, Philadelphia then it could be the start of the end for a guy in Carson Wentz. So we'll see, or at least the end of a starting position. So we'll see. Keep your eye on that big year for Carson Wentz, but I'm going with Herbert. Yeah, at, and I
1: would like, and I think uh, Joe Burrow makes a good.
0: Oh, Burrow, for sure. He's yeah. going to break out, you know, hurt last year. I mean,
1: if he stays healthy, I think he's going to be hell of a mm-hmm. quarterback. I think if he stays healthy, he might beat Justin Herbert for that rookie of the year. I also
0: wanted to say Dak because I think Dak's going to bounce back and I think he's going to have a freaking year. I think, I think he's going to have some numbers uh, again. Some of those numbers could be a little inflated due to, due to games, but I, I do think that he's going to put up some numbers and Cowboys should be a 10 win team. We'll see. They should be about a 10 win team. I say that every single year. Don't get ahead of myself for that Dallas Cowboy roster. So Dak was another guy I was thinking about having a comeback. I think Dak could be an MVP candidate if they win enough games too. So keep your eye on that, but overall, Justin Herbert for breakout star, uh, but, man, overall, so much to look at and talk about in sports, you know, the last week or so, last several weeks going forward as well. NBA playoffs, obviously the big one, but the second round starting as soon as this weekend, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah,
1: right. second round starts Saturday with the Bucks nets Maybe kind of our real NBA finals is kind of what we were saying.
0: Yeah, man. Starting
1: on, starting on Saturday. That's phenomenal. And then, I mean, and then basketball is not the only sport going on. We talked about tennis earlier. I mean, there's hockey playoffs going on. Mm-hmm. Our Blues kind of eliminated early by the Avalanche swept. Disappointing the Avalanche time there. just destroyed the Knights after.
0: Yeah, you got to be thinking they might be a true title yeah. contender, actually. So don't feel yeah. too bad in St. Louis losing to the team that could potentially win it all. So don't feel too bad. Don't beat yourself up too bad. Cards are playing that, some decent ball. You know? Yeah, and obviously the MLBs
1: in the thick of their season, you got – the uh, Cardinals are playing decent, thirty-one and twenty-four.
0: Dodgers obviously just have the best roster in the MLB. It seems like top, Rays top, top the best to record. bottom. Rays are really, yep, yep. Don't count them out. Obviously, they team were, always got I mean, fighting. They were in uh,
1: World Series last year. Yeah, so. I was
0: gonna say, so they're they're right back. You know, hoping to be right back where they were last year? Obviously, so it's cool, man. It's going cool. and, 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 and like I said, I'm calling I'm uh, I'm the broadcaster for the O'Fallon Hoots, uh, a uh, prospect league team in O'Fallon, Missouri. And fun fact, 325 players have made it uh, to the MLB from the prospect league. Nice. three hundred twenty-five. Nice. And then
1: anyone, uh, anyone worth noting? Like, yeah. As, so like, I was
0: like, 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 one guy on the a's, uh, Manea. Oh, okay. Minea, I think his name is, mm-hmm. um, he's in the, pro- he's the first player. He's the only player in the prospect <laughs> league hall of fame. Um, so yeah. as, far, as far as big names, he's probably the biggest name to come through the prospect league. So, okay. There, there are some decently bigger guys, like I said, who have been through there, him being the biggest. Uh, but man, keep your eye out there. I am broadcasting there, and I, I, I can say confidently that I am starting to more and more appreciate uh the game of baseball. You know what I'm saying? Definitely having, yeah. having a good time watching the games and stuff like that. Go hoots. Go hoots. Yeah, go, well hoots. go hoots. But uh
1: and uh is Logan Paul fighting Ford Mayweather? Is that happening?
0: Shoot, yeah. When is that? Is that like this weekend or something? Is it this weekend? No way. We'll I know it's supposed out. to be coming up. I know they did their some media stuff a couple of weeks back and it could, it could be this weekend, man. That's a great either this weekend or next. It would be the very late yes, Sunday. No way. Okay guys. Well, Floyd Mayweather back in the ring this weekend. <laughs> he said it should I'm going to win easily. He said earlier and no, no crap. You're fighting a guy who is like one career fight and you know, it, formerly known as a YouTuber up until this point. So we would hope one of the greatest, you know, boxers in history with an undefeated record would go in and win, obviously. So, but, you know, I, I don't even know. I'll probably watch it. You know, I'll probably watch it to be honest with you, but like it's just, yeah, it's I all, mean, I'd rather watch money. sports. It's all for money, man. It's all yeah. for money. It's all for, it's. it's just for clicks and stuff. And, and and there's just no real chance here. I mean, you would think so, but like he's fighting a guy double his size. Yeah. Like he's 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 double his size, I would say. Yeah. Logan Paul is so that's definitely a factor if he if he catches simply one. But that's what we said about also I mean, Connor McGregor, they are closer in size, but you know, all he needs is one solid hit. But but how how good Floyd is at avoiding that one hit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm obviously picking the guy who's 50-0, and 0, right? 49-0, 50-0. oh like that. So him, Obviously. But like Tanner said, you know, watch out for that this weekend. Uh, football and basketball aren't the only two, uh, you know, sports going on. But, you know, NFL obviously 100 days away, obviously. So, that's not even going on. So, lots of stuff talking about. As the seasons progress, there will simply be, you know, more and more to talk about, obviously. But, man, postseason kicking off this weekend – a lot of interesting games going on in that first round, and it makes you think like how phenomenal, like NBA playoff the rest madness of the playoffs are going to be. Yeah, but playoff madness is kind of the only, <laughs> the only thing to say, quite frankly, for, for for what's been going on. Like you said, it should it should I don't know about getting better. <laughs> like should it get better? It's been phenomenal already. I, just, I don't know if it's going to get it, but it, it could be being just as good. If not, even better with, like Tanner said, the Nets and the Bucks, that's probably, that could be the finals right there. Who knows who's going to make it out of that Western conference. So a lot to keep your eye on. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, dudes talking underscore pod. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening at yeah, Apple podcast, Spotify, uh, any other of our many other platforms you're listening on. Uh, give us a, a subscribe. Leave, leave us a comment on anchor. Leave us a voice comment. Those of you listening, if you guys leave us a voice comment, we can put you in the show. Uh, so your voice can be heard on Dudes Talking Sports as well. So i uh, do all those many things. But, Tanner, for this week, I think that's it for this week's episode of DTS. Sounds good. As always, guys, thank you all for your continued support. Follow us on Twitter, Dudes Talking underscore pod. Follow us on ColorCast. Uh, leave us a comment. Subscribe wherever you're listening. But that's Tanner File. I'm Casey Foreman. We'll see you guys next week. What's going on, guys? You're listening to Dudes Talking Sports. I'm your co host, as always, Casey Foreman, alongside my co host, Tanner File. First thoughts, what are your thoughts now? We've got about a day now to think about it.
1: It's an interesting move. I don't know if their
0: <laughs> title changes in any
1: way. I don't know if it makes the team any better.
0: the big moments.
2: Yeah, I mean I think he's a good player.
0: growing up I was That's going to be it for this week's episode of the Deuce and Sports. Sounds good. Deuce Talking Sports.